Hi, my name is Andre, and this is Krachbau. Krachbau is a series of interviews with Berlin-based musicians that we record at Pedalmarkt. Pedalmarkt is a pedal shop in Neukölln. And this interview is with Mark. Uh, Mark is a drummer, a recording engineer, a producer. He plays drums at Parachute for Gordo um, that we interviewed Laura already from. And we get into all kinds of stuff. We get into recording, we get into producing, we get into playing drums. Mark does a lot of different things and does them very well. So this conversation was interesting for me from both creative and technical standpoint. And I hope you're going to enjoy it too. Let's get into it.
So this was a Lizard B movie from the upcoming record by Parachute for Gordo. And I'm here with Mark, the drummer of Parachute for Gordo, the producer and all around an excellent person. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> cool. So we are recording this on the 4th of July. This track is not released as of today, but it's going to be released in... Uh, yeah, we're doing the single, which is 4th of August. Right. Um, yeah, and then the... The record, which, yeah, we're not calling an album, not quite long enough for that, but yeah, EP, let's do EP, but yeah, yeah it's the fifth kind of uh, major release that we, we've done, um, and that's, uh, I've got it written down here, 1st of September. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> do you have the name yet? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a weird one, It's and I'm not going to say this correct because it's in it's in German, but right. uh, apparently there's a saying which is like, uh, Klapper zu Affetot, which means like shut up, monkey dead, <laughs> and we've done like a kind of like play on it, so we've just switched it around. So we're like it's Afazu Clappertot. That's very cool. Like playful, bit uh, nonsensical, I guess. And this was all recorded in Berlin, right? Yeah. So we did. Um. Yeah. Uh. I guess yeah, me and Laura have a studio in uh, Rummelsburg. So yeah, we recorded everything. Um. There and to kind of. PFG norm we did it kind of playing all together in the in the same nice. room so mm -hmm. yeah um which yeah I think we've kind of tried to do it differently um I guess it was developed a bit like that through uh John is in the UK like me and Laura both um in Berlin so I guess like yeah we we tried to kind of do a bit of remote stuff to develop but it just doesn't have the same vibe as playing in the, mm -hmm. in the room together I guess mm -hmm. yeah and it's basically you set up your own studio yourself right yeah, uh, and you you're doing all the engineering and right. So and is it the first record where you're doing it sort of mostly by yourself or? So the so so I I wasn't originally in the band, um, oh. and so I joined uh, kind of I guess halfway through the the third record. Right. Um, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. So so like half of those tracks were um, written by uh, the old drummer Johnny, and then I wrote the kind of. Um, the, the other half of it um I, I did kind of i helped with the engineering and did kind of the mix and stuff but it was a bit of a weird one because we went to austria to to record it so we kind of like were set up in a in a kind of outbuilding in a kind of like friends place in the in the in the woods um which is kind of crazy wow. and like hired in gear and stuff so it's it was a really yeah really really cool setting to, to yeah. do it in but i mean this is just me being um uh yeah, I guess a bit of a perfectionist. Like I, I'm, I'm never completely happy with the sound of that record. Um, mm. You know, it was also kind of at the infancy of my, um, I guess, like production skills. So um, yeah, I think it captured it. But yeah. you know, it's like so. It's, I did, yeah, I did that one, I guess. Um, and then for the fourth release, we worked with Mark Roberts yeah. um, in in Brighton, at Brighton Electric, um, and we did. Yeah, I think it was. How many? I mean, there's maybe like seven tracks on that record, um, and I think we did four with uh, him again, like playing all together. But um, yeah, it was really nice to have someone else there to kind of engineer and just be like a kind of fourth ear, I guess. Um, yeah, and then the other two, like two tracks, maybe, um, and maybe there are six. I don't know numbers. So. <laughs> um, yeah, the other two. Uh, did um yeah kind of just like in a in another studio but kind of engineered and um yeah and i was i was happy with t trying to like match marks who's obviously like a kind of yeah. veteran so it was yeah. quite a it was a challenge but like yeah i i, I think like it's they kind of sit nicely together yeah, yeah um, for sure yeah 
but yeah, this is like the first, I mean, you know, I guess anyone that's into recording, it's their dream to have a, a studio for, yeah. for themselves. And uh, so, yeah, moving to Berlin, was able to get a, a space and yeah, just kind of ever since then been working up to record the band, you know, yeah. that's been, I guess, in the back of my mind, the, the goal. Um, and so, yeah, it was really nice to, to be able to do it. And yeah, yeah. it's now, it's now done and ready to, ready to go out. So, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you, how how did you find the process of setting up or was there something special about sort of this time around where you do everything right you have the con full control over the room you have all the time in the world um did your approach to writing music change did your um, did your approach to recording change at all with that yeah i think um uh setup wise like for me with you know i guess like any type of rock music like the drums are massively important mm -hmm. and you know getting a good drum sound is uh is, is not that easy um and i think that's probably what has been nice about just being able to experiment um with uh, you know mic recording and the like mic placement and yeah just like even like mixing stuff so when so i, I guess the the timeline of us uh recording um we experimented uh with um writing new material remotely from scratch mm. and, and that kind of didn't really work that well because of that kind of in the room thing um so we yeah got john to come over to, to berlin and we did like a i guess three days um in the studio just um just playing together you know um not like you know uh, nothing had been kind of written beforehand um so there are actually i guess which is unusual there are like a few tracks floating around that didn't kind of make it onto the record whereas normally like everything that's written kind of like um uh gets onto the onto the, onto the record mm. um but yeah so john came over for that initial thing so we kind of had captured what was in the room and then yeah we did a bunch of uh remote stuff where we would look through what we'd um, recorded um and yeah john kind of did his uh first like dip into uh like audio audio editing stuff which is really cool so um, he took the stems and did some like arrangements of stuff. And mm. that was, I think, you know, we were kind of a bit scared about it, but I think I actually really in enjoyed that because I guess as a band, we were able to um, produce it together a bit more. Whereas mm. normally it's just all done in a rehearsal space. And then you're like, yeah, fine, we'll go and rec record it. Now. Mm. Um, so yeah, we kind of got the tracks up to a, like a, a point with the recordings that were done um, initially um and then like a demo pretty much yeah so they were like demos and i mean i even at one point was like maybe like we could just use these because they like they sounded yeah. really cool and they obviously have that like um that energy um and then i think what was weird is that so john then came over for a, for a second trip mm -hmm. um but we hadn't actually played the tracks together as they were in that that form mm. um so we kind of had i guess yeah he was only over for he arrived like uh kind of <laughs> mid-afternoon on one day we then had a full day and then he went back that next day oh, wow. so 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 he came over and then that first day was i guess kind of just like us playing getting used to the the tracks um we'd obviously all rehearsed well me and laura together and then like john on his own like the tracks um yeah and then that day we just kind of played through and picked the best takes and uh yeah and then i guess the third day was kind of just a few little like overdub bits and um yeah and then we kind of like called, called it that's crazy called it, called it kind of done and then obviously yeah mixed process and yeah extra 
flavors and all that kind of stuff. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. You have you have a studio all for yourself, and then you spend just three days. Uh, no, recording. This is, yeah, this is what's crazy. It's like yeah. it's like everyone's dream is just like, can we just have a studio for like a month and we just look ourselves yeah, yeah. in, <laughs> just like camp out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I would, I would love that vibe. So, but I guess like the the time where John wasn't here, I was able to, yeah. I, I mean, that was the other thing I was going to say that we we went into it, and I kind of knew. So, like when we were recording, um, I was able to do playback with a basically already pretty much mixed version of the track because we were recording into a project where I'd already mixed the drums and the guitars, yeah. mm-hmm. and so it was just mm-hmm. like the bass to sort out. I That's guess very cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very nice opportunity. So, um, how how did you set up the room? Because light recording is so hard. Um, I'm I'm curious also specifically about drums, but also how do you did you worry about separation a lot, or was it just like doesn't really matter? Yeah, so we did. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of yeah, drums being the main focus of like capturing. Um, so yeah, as I said, we were all in the same room. Um, and then drums, I mean, it's like pretty standard kind of microphone stuff, mm-hmm. but obviously just like experimentation with what, what works and um, yeah. And then like some reamping stuff, I get like the, you know, like little tricks and that. Um, and then for guitars we had, uh, so yeah, Laura's going through her, her pedal board and then straight into, it's just like a little Supro, like mm-hmm. eight inch thing. So mm-hmm. she had a, a in the uh, same room in the same room exactly right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. which you know there was a bit of contention about that because mm-hmm. i was like we must get that drum sound <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want guitars in the room and then like yeah. yeah so so if you yeah if you listen to the the, the drum tracks then um especially because of the, the the panning of stuff you've basically got like um uh, like guitars in there but then also for that um the so that uh that amp had also had a microphone on it so if you listen to the the guitar tracks um, there were two other amps, which I'll, I'll talk about in a sec. But um, if you listen to the guitar tracks, you've got like drums just like on one side as well. So yeah, of um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, it helps like bring it all together, yeah. doesn't it? Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Laura wanted to do like stereo uh, amps, so in like another room in the in the kind of studio. So it's studio's got like I guess control room, live room, and then there's also like a kind of studio which is shared between Laura, Ruth, and our uh, a painter which is like paint her eyes as well mm. which is really cool um and then we've got like a storeroom workshop type thing so oh, it's quite cool. nice to have like the separate yeah. separate room yeah. so so in the uh yeah in this other like shared room we had uh two uh two amps which were uh, uh, uh fender twin um and uh orange i think it's like a like a tiny terry you know like the lunchbox mm. one but mm. then with like a 12 inch cap um so we had that set up and out of uh, Laura's board was uh, stereo so that was getting recorded as uh, DI which we used for some other stuff and then that was then going kind of into back the out into right. those two amps in, yeah. in stereo and then being recorded so I guess in total for guitars it was like uh yeah three microphones um on amps and then like a stereo DI yeah. um mm. stuff. Mm. um and then yeah bass we 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 captured um like straight di mm-hmm. um but then also captured like through um uh i don't know it's like it's like a fender rumble but it's like the one of the old ones like mm-hmm. i don't know it's like so not like a super fancy amp but 
um yeah we had that in the control room nice and loud and then just had like a, a microphone on that as well yeah yeah so yeah there's a few different layers of bass to kind of like get some get some flavors going i guess yeah yeah, yeah very nice yeah so that's the kind of but setup, kind, kind of yeah. classic no not not it's not like yeah it's yeah. not too crazy yeah. like um i think yeah the, i mean the main thing for me was to try and uh, connect the rooms so i have mm-hmm. like like you can do uh, uh, like audio over Ethernet, but not like digital, just like mm. as kind of snakes. Mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. so I just have like a few of those running from from room to room, like kind of yeah. cable tied to the ceiling, kind of yeah. thing. So which is, is that nice. is that some sort of a standard, or is it basically your invention? I think it's I think it's standard, but I don't know how how much it gets used. Yeah. Um, I think it's also designed for like dmx lighting as well um, ah, i see like, yeah because that's kind of over xlr but yeah yeah it works for me i mean probably there's you know some loss of quality somewhere over the <laughs> over the cables and there's probably some like bit of crosstalk but for my purposes like it's yeah, like, yeah and it's yeah. mostly for monitoring anyways right yeah yeah you've got yeah. like yeah it just yeah it works, it works. Yeah. yeah no very cool um are you doing any sort of crazy things with the room mics? Do you have a lot of room mics? Do you worry about the room sound? Yeah, so we do um, for like, uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, again, a pretty standard thing, but there's like a talkback mic. So you kind of record that, like mm. give a bit more liveliness to sections. So I think like the, you know, like an example, the track we, we heard, like the, the, in the bigger sections, there's probably a bit of like that talkback mic in there just to give mm. a bit more like rawness. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like stereo rooms. And then, yeah, it's, um, yeah, and where the studio is, it's got quite a nice uh, sound in the in the corridor. So yeah. although I didn't have a microphone in there, like, so it, sorry, in the small corridor, I have like a, a microphone, which again is fairly standard, but the actual kind of like stairwell bit, right. um, but did some uh, kind of reamping with just playing stuff back through like, cool. like drums through amps and then like having a microphone in there to give a bit cool. of extra yeah. flavor you know it's like yeah. a bit of experimentation i guess yeah 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 very, yeah. very cool i'm uh, really digging the sort of all exper- experimental recording techniques yeah yeah um specifically specifically for drums so you were running drums through amps reamping drums through amps then yeah for like different yeah different flavors i guess um parts of the drum kit or just like the full full mix uh i guess yeah probably very i mean mainly it would be like like snare drum stuff um i mean that's yeah again like um pretty standard but um yeah i guess like snare drum stuff and then sometimes like like tom stuff as well Mm um i mean those kind of things work better more with like direct mics i guess Mm -hmm. kind of mixing it in with the uh the ambience like the room mic stuff yeah yeah and I know Laura likes to experiment with sort of guitar effects processing and so on. Was there anything interesting on that record? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's funny that there's like over the whole of the the uh, the EP, there's a sprinkling of uh, you, you probably noticed the um, uh, a planetarium by Neon Egg. I don't know if you know the ah right yeah. It's like I think it's, it's like a sidechain thing. Yeah, so it? it's it's like a, a delay reverb and then has a compressor with like a sidechain. Yeah. Um, uh yeah the company based on isla white in the, in the uk mm-hmm. um kind of just like small company um yeah so i was yeah i was really happy to to get one of those because you have to do like a waiting list thing and like it's a really nice looking piece of gear so mm-hmm. it's like um but yeah you know i said that we recorded the stereo di's so through a lot of the the ep those stereo di's are going through the um this uh, planetarium pedal um and then, yeah, I uh, I think we did certain sections. This was, um, 
after when we were mixing where Laura would kind of sit there with that in the middle of the room and just like uh, do kind of live takes with her guitars going through it and then That's cool. recording back in. So, um, and then kind of, yes, yeah, sl- slicing up and yeah, finding like cool, cool bits. Yeah, this is interesting. Sort of experimenting with uh, playing live, but with while you're reamping, right? So mm-hmm. you're sort of affecting the sound and you're changing the sound, but at the same time, it's not, yeah, not while you're playing, but while you're reamping. And that's an interesting concept. Yeah, definitely. Kind of, yeah, it gives it like two layers of performance i guess yeah, yeah you yeah. kind of got the first one the kind of rawness like and then yeah you've got this kind of like extra thing and obviously in that track you can hear did like there's uh, like tr- trumpets and and yeah. some other like vocals and stuff and um that's an actual yeah. an actual trumpet or yeah, was it so more... i mean like yeah I, I kind of started off you know as a kid playing trumpet so oh, wow. it's a, it always sits there in the studio and then like <laughs> For the purpose that it gets used, but then I'm always like, when I was like, oh, we should put some trumpets on something, and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit rusty, so oh. <laughs> you know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so we did, we did like some some uh, trumpets on it, and yeah, to be honest, like yeah, like brass is featured on. Uh, I mean, it obviously features quite a lot in the genre, um, but like yeah, it features yeah. Um, on other records as well. So yeah. it's quite nice to to put put that in. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my favorite sort of UK based metro bands used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always, you can always like hear, or you're like, okay, oh, the trumpet's gonna come now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, I guess uh, the the other, um, you know, we're talking about the kind of uh, eight bit kind of Mm -hmm. modem sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing, and this is more used in the track that um, is on the EP, which uh, we won't we won't hear today. But um, I I I got a, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's a boss. It's like half rack. Mm-hmm. um it's like a uh pitch delay it's, it's the same kind of circuit that's in like the the dd3s and and, that. and it's got a um it's got a, a hold feature but mm-hmm. with like a kind of external uh, kind of trigger for it um so yeah we use that for some of those like in between bits um mm-hmm. it's obviously you know quite low in the mix but yeah it gives it that kind of like sample and hold like kind of glitchy kind ah, of thing very cool. uh, sort of a bit crashy but but yeah okay. yeah kind of like grabbing different bits yeah and, and like yeah because it's got the remote in you can just like i've got a trigger, you know, tr- trigger for it yeah. and then um and then yeah i did like a uh this is my like first uh experimentation with doing like arduino stuff um ah, nice. so i got like an arduino to uh just use a uh like a transistor to switch so it's like you know um like you would have a foot switch for a guitar amp changing mm-hmm. channel so it does that but it does it at random intervals yeah. based on where a position of a, a knob is um okay. so it kind of like goes between like two settings on the like yeah you have like the uh, different milliseconds of settings so it just kind of switches randomly between those and gives it like a nice little uh kind of random you you went quite, deep, I went, you I went went quite deep i went quite deep yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i was just i because I, I, yeah i did it i, I bought it and i was like experimenting with it and then i was like Maybe you can use this on the record, Laura. And they're like, no, I've got my. Maybe no, please, please use it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's nice that it ended up on the on the record. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you often sort of build your own gear, your own stuff? So I do. Um, yeah, I do some uh, like guitar guitar pedal stuff. I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, m- most of them are, are kits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like. But um, yeah, I've done a few fuzz pedals on. You know, like. Uh, Pro, proto board i don't know what no, you call cool. it yeah, strip, strip board stuff that, yeah, yeah that's so. hard stuff i mean it's tricky yeah i like but um yeah i think that's probably so i do that but then also it's just great to be able to have that 
in the studio because you can fix stuff or exactly you know, yeah. just like just creating cables that you need or whatever so well, um, like simple circuits like you're saying like a random gen trigger generator with arduino you exactly know? yeah yeah just like a kind of i yeah. mean it's yeah it's like really really um kind of uh simple but it just kind of adds that little like, exactly extra, yeah. extra flavor yeah. um but yeah the, the most recent thing i did was um uh inspired by because jhs put out a, a pedal that uh it like simulates a dying nine volt battery yeah. so you turn mm -hmm. the voltage it's just like a voltage thing so i was like mm, yeah i could could buy one or i could like make, uh, make one and then yeah so i've made that and it's really yeah it's really cool like another another like simple uh tool but just kind of a, a little thing that you can just say oh maybe we're not getting quite the right sound so yeah why don't we try try this out so. yeah it's interesting i'm also sort of had the epiphany i guess that um a little knowledge like goes a long 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 way like you can sure. do so much once you maybe yeah once you are comfortable with protoboard maybe and once you have a stack of components that's sort of the only thing that usually sort of stops people um and that can lead to hoarding of course and stuff yeah. but <laughs> yeah but if you know your way around a soldering iron which is usually you know just take one workshop with whatever local person you know you have around and then um grab a bunch of common components and it, you'd be surprised how far you can you can go with with just that you know yeah i think i think so yeah, yeah. um and yeah you do, i mean there's yeah there's obviously a ton of resources but like you said like going to a, a workshop can kind of give you that um, just like the, all, the, all the you very, need, very like basics the yeah. basic understanding yeah like, yeah yeah cool um what about the base we didn't talk about the yeah base the there. base so um yeah i yeah we so we recorded uh yeah uh, di uh and then yeah through like the we also actually through the pre the uh, preamp of a uh it's like a dark terror like orange dark terror like the kind of little the like tiny lunchbox mm -hmm. one like um because that has a nice like kind of bite bite to it um but yeah it's interesting like J john's bass sound is always very kind of mid orientated um yeah, same. because there's like a kind of yeah there's like a a play between the guitar and the bass you know it's a very melodic thing yeah um, and it's common in trios i feel like because you have to sort of feel up a little bit more yeah yeah d definitely so i feel like it's kind of um you still obviously want the low end coming from yeah. there but sometimes it's actually like the low end comes from the guitars or there's often like low end that's coming from the the the, the drums like yeah um like i think i took yeah i really liked how mark roberts did the drums on the previous record so mm -hmm. i think uh sound wise i was like trying to go for that um yeah. and there's yeah, it's got like a lot of like low end energy to it um so trying to trying to capture that um but yeah with that then the bass is kind of like kind of filling in the uh the top bit so yeah i think it was it was mostly just a kind of blend between those um those different parts um in different sections and then uh oh yeah i think on a couple of the tracks like there's one that's a bit more chilled so that is a bit more kind of subby mm -hmm. um but i think what i like to do is i like to uh especially with the mixing process like if if it's been played fine then it's kind of like you you take an average and then you kind of just like move a little bit away from that average rather than um doing anything that's like too drastic initially mm. um because yeah I, you can get caught up with like you mean in little, terms of a cue or in terms of yeah i think just like auto, like automating stuff i think right. you can kind of if i can get a if i can get a 
an overall sound so like with this the the subby thing if you can get a mid-range sound that's kind of doing enough of that then you're like okay this is the default and then you can kind of go go from there rather than straight away dipping in and doing stuff that's like really really drastic yeah but then yeah with um yeah uh some some of the sections again we we would reamp through um the uh, the the orange and twin so basically like laura's set up so mm-hmm. we put like the bass through there so you get like a nice bit of uh, kind of stereo fuzz and you know get the kind of like top end fizzle mm-hmm. on some of the bass mm-hmm. bits um so yeah definitely a bit of experimentation and nice to have john in the studio to to do some of that we've got like a, a video where uh yeah uh, john's there with like a i think it's like a, a big a big muff like you know but like reamping through the um the guitar amps he's just like sitting there and it's like uh, nighttime at this point and so he's sitting there in the dark just like going crazy on a on a big muff which is quite nice you know kind of brings out that like child in you yeah guess, play like, yeah. yeah playfulness yeah like. um you want to do another track i was thinking maybe we can talk about your producer side and then maybe start with the track from ruth yeah i think that's yeah that's a good shout yeah, yeah. let's do that yeah Strolled into a kitchen in cowboy boots I've only ever known them to look good on you You've humbled Jack without a mark of time Clutching on your dragon jar Fortified wine Fortified wine Love sick crooner
your role on the record? Uh, so I'm playing drums on it, and then right. but then also um, yeah, engineer and uh, mix, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I I play drums in like Ruth's band normally, mm-hmm. um, but then yeah, also the previous EP that uh, she put out, um, we worked on together. Um, yeah, as like kind of a producer role and also drums. Right. Um, yeah. So how how does it work um, in collaboration? I'm curious. Um, yeah, who brings the material? How do you work together? What's the dynamic? Yeah. So um, yeah, Ruth is a songwriter and will often come with a, you know, uh, yeah, either like a fully structured uh, song mm-hmm. uh, with just guitar and uh, vocals, or like we'll often have a a demo as well, um, which is quite nice. So because um, yeah, I guess as a drummer, you will always have like your kind of standard. That you, you you know you just like you hear something and you immediately start drumming in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's quite nice to get someone else's um, uh, interpretation of how rhythm should go and kind mm-hmm. of do, doing that. So I think in yeah, so in this one uh, the the drum patterns were maybe based off of a, a demo, which is quite nice because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have necessarily done done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess the the different thing with um like this track and the way we're kind of trying to work at the moment is that was done playing live all together um right. in pretty much the same scenario as the pfg stuff mm-hmm. um but like yeah obviously a very different uh style mm-hmm. um so but yeah with the same with the same in fact yeah the same setup and kind of people in the same same places to be honest mm-hmm. um so yeah so i was on drums and then uh nick uh, plays plays guy nick plays bass um and then yeah ruth guitar and vocals and then um guy barra um doing yeah some guitar some uh, keys and also some some vocals mm-hmm. uh, are you yeah. recording vocals as well live or is it does it come after yeah so we did it we did it after i think maybe one of the tracks that we did in these sessions we are gonna do maybe as the as the uh the live vocal because it's mm-hmm. kind of got that got that feel into it but um yeah uh, uh barra um he yeah he does a lot of the, the backing vocals and like yeah he's got like such a nice uh voice and it's kind of like in this it's like kind of stacked quite a lot and mm-hmm. yeah you can't really recreate that um recording live so uh yeah lead vocals and backing vocals done afterwards but mm-hmm. uh everything else yeah captured 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 live yeah yeah yeah, that's interesting. I'm also curious, how do you know Ruth? Um, because I also know you guys separately. I know Laura, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she just stopped by the shop at one point. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Ruth, I think, came to a workshop in uh, in the previous location of the shop. Really? Oh, this was like, and this was possibly before like, I was even in Berlin, I think. It was maybe, early yeah, so. 20, it was pre-pandemic. It was early 2020, just before the pandemic. Yeah, so that's, that's before, because yeah. that's, I mean, yeah, I think I met Ruth yeah midway through 2020 so yeah right. maybe even before then so how did you meet was it also sort of music related or was it just um so it was like uh i think the the the, the way the story goes is that um we we were at a uh so this is like yeah me and laura were at a party of um a, a friend of laura's and uh <laughs> yeah i think this friend basically said oh R- ruth you play you play <laughs> guitar <laughs> laura you play guitar and then like put <laughs> put them both together and then and then yeah ch- chatted away um right. but yeah i think uh yeah i don't know how long it took for us to like start working together but um yeah uh 
Ruth and Laura then like got a studio space together and I had a studio space in the same building. And so, yeah, Ruth, I think initially came in just to kind of like play together rather than working on track. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess more of like rehearsal type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, we started kind of, we did start trying to like track some stuff live at that point in the space I had, it wasn't really working. So yeah, the previous um, EP we then, we then worked on and yeah, we've kind of continued to, work together and then yeah me also play for uh for shows and stuff so. yeah uh do you tour a lot with pfg and with ruth these days so yeah i mean it's like we, i mean all of this stuff it's like the the pandemic basically got in the way yeah. like for pfg the previous record we put out was uh yeah it we, we put it out just like when we were in the uk about to do tours when like pandemic hit and we had to like decide to, whether to do it or not and like so that kind of messed up a lot of the release of that and playing shows for that and we have done some stuff uh, since um you know but yeah for me i wasn't super connected with it because there'd been this break and yeah i don't know it just didn't feel right so yeah getting back to writing was a, a bit of a daunting thing but i think now that we've done this record and we've got like um, some shows later on in the year where one of which is uh playing arc tangent festival which mm-hmm. we're super excited about which was supposed to be two years ago and then yeah. you know it's like um that's yeah, when that's yeah. in august right yeah it's like again i've got uh <laughs> dates written down here because yeah. i'm terrible at remembering but yeah we're doing like three august shows so we're doing brighton london and then arc tangent so a bit of a warm-up for arc tangent and then yeah we've got four shows in september as well yeah um, yeah should be be nice and then yeah for Ruth's stuff we yeah we've done like a couple of Berlin shows t- um t- together and we played uh, a festival in Prague which is really cool um kind of a one-off um yeah I think there's talks of tour later on in the year mm-hmm. which would be nice mm-hmm. um and yeah it's kind of nice how there's a few different versions of the Ruth's band um so she'll often play solo um which is really nice and then uh there's kind of a version of the band where either me or nick will kind of play some like keys or drum machines um we did a we did a session with uh pink car battery i don't know if you know, they do like um uh kind of live session youtube videos in in uh, berlin oh, so cool. so we did a session with them which is really nice and that's um yeah ruth playing guitar singing and me doing like yeah drum machine like finger drumming stuff which nah, is cool. that's cool uh, yeah but yeah it's cool so like um i think the plan is to book in like a bunch of shows um you know basically a tour but then we kind of each do different different parts of them uh, yeah yeah i think yeah it's, yeah it's so cool to do the to have that flexibility i feel like to always do a different show pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah which is yeah which is kind of nice um do you surprise yourself yeah that's, yeah that's for sure cool. yeah. yeah um but yeah, I think like um, for for PFG, I really want to do a a, a Europe tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said earlier that you know we're kind of scouting out some some places, and uh, we'll talk to uh, Joe at Let's Stop Hanging Out DIY, who does our uh, booking. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll talk to him and see if he can get us a bit of a uh, uh, possibly even like a, a Germany tour, maybe with a bit of uh, Poland thrown in because that's like yeah. that'd be cool to do. Yeah, know? I think yeah. I, as long as you have a access to a car. <laughs> where you can yeah, all yeah. fit it's kind of yeah if you don't mind playing DIY venues and small venues and yeah. sort of small crowds they are usually the best to be honest yeah i mean I, yeah i like that vibe i yeah. mean like we've played a couple of festivals with pfg and like as in um you know uh kind of 
like slightly bigger stages and you just feel like so disconnected yeah like it's always yeah, a bit always a bit yeah. weird um so yeah i like the small venues yeah but i just got my my german license my driving license so oh. i'm like yes i can now i can now drive so, that, yeah. that's a challenge no, <laughs> yeah that's, yeah that's it is yeah, yeah yeah a few appointments paperwork all that stuff you know. yeah <laughs> standard right, right. yeah Oh, so you don't you didn't have to pass the exam or anything? Oh no, I didn't have to do the no. Oh, right, but it was okay. it felt like I was doing an exam. Yeah, yeah. a number of uh, appointments and stuff you have to go to. You have to live up to German expectations of <laughs> yeah, yeah, your yeah. personhood. Yeah, are you good enough? Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Um, let's do maybe some of your personal stuff. I'm also curious to, to talk about that. Is that released somewhere, or is it going to be released? Yeah. So this is I didn't I didn't say, but the um, yeah I, I've kind of started a uh, a label if you like um right. not not clean records which is um that's where Enid came out right? so that's where Enid came out yeah and it's kind of yeah i mean just kind of diy label that it was a place which is what we're going to listen to just a place for me to put my own music out um yeah. just to kind of force me to release it rather than it just sitting on my computer you know yeah. um so yeah Enid came out on that and um yeah we're putting the new pfg out on that um nice. Uh, f physical as well so there's um a, a berliner uh, vinyl work or uh, vinyl to go i think they're like two names but just over the canal from here um mm -hmm. they cut uh, like dub plates um mm -hmm. so so yeah we're doing pfg we got them the other day listened and i was like yes this is great so yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. excited for that um but yeah i'm not necessarily going to do like my own stuff on uh on on vinyl but yeah it's on it's on Bandcamp. Um, that's kind of the, the home right. for it at the moment. And then, and what is the name of the project? Uh, so I'm just doing it under Not Clean at the right. moment. There's not mm -hmm. really, because it's all, uh, there's all like kind of different names for it. I mean, it's mostly electronic stuff, mm -hmm. um, but then I'm kind of working on some more, um, yeah, I guess, I guess it's like, uh, it's a bit folky, a bit indie, like mm -hmm. guitars, vocals, and then, yeah, some interesting other drums and electronics. That's something that I'm kind of going to work on going forward i've got a bunch of demos and that might have a different different name but mm. this stuff is just not clean and then like yeah kind of going out so. and the track is called yeah. adult yeah ad yeah adult yeah yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> Feature, yeah featuring uh dj clumsy who is laura and then also um i kind of just like sniff so it's like uh that's that's also uh john you'll hear the sample of, right, yeah, cool. of, of him so right. yeah 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 this is this is living mate <laughs> kids in bed <laughs> time to stroke my beard and smoke some hello hello no more fun
deserve. All I deserve. All I deserve. sort of brings me back to the 90s somehow like it's a very very cool vibe um yeah let's let's talk about that how did you get into electronic music uh so i think yeah it was kind of university uh djing and, yeah. and that you know um also my university course was a bit more electronic music focused so, right um yeah i guess uh a lot of the early stuff I was listening to was like dubstep stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I like the, uh, I like the kind of, uh, raw rawness of, um, a lot of electronic music. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, well, what did you study then? Uh, so it was, uh, it's called creative music technology. Right. So it was like, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, where? In, uh, in the so UK. this is in the, yeah, in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, yeah it was it was a course i guess that kind of does yeah mainly explore like electronic music stuff mm -hmm. um and yeah kind of encouraged i guess uh writing your own stuff as kind of an, an artist like mm -hmm. there was kind of a lot of that um and then yeah and then I, I did a i did a master's at the same university and that's actually where i met laura and that's when i joined the band so I, it was interesting that the um yeah i kind of did the electronic music stuff and mm -hmm. then at that point i hadn't i hadn't played drums or anything for ages and then met Laura and then they needed to have a new drummer. And then I basically went and tried out for the, for the band. So mm -hmm. my, my, my drumming existed before university then didn't really exist. And then I then joined the band yeah. and developed my kind of drumming now through the, the, the band, I guess. Yeah. So did you start drumming back in school basically before university yeah so yeah i did um yeah so i was like playing in bands as a teenager and the kind of you know uh, yeah. standard stuff we did like where did you grow up i grew up in uh, reading which um is i guess known for the for the festival yeah so, you know spent yeah. spent a lot of time at the <laughs> the reading festival you uh -huh. know back in the day um yeah but yeah the electronic music i think yeah it was it was kind of djing and i i, I it's nice to when you're djing to just like drop in a track that you've that you've made yourself um so yeah. that was that was quite cool mm -hmm. um yeah i guess um done a bit of the the, the techno stuff like kind of housey stuff um but yeah i like um kind of yeah sampling like rawness um kind of yeah i guess 
kind of UK sounds, I guess, the, mm -hmm. the kind of early yeah. grime stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but then, yeah, this is possibly obviously influenced by like uh shy girl a bit of like the pc music stuff and like so sophie and that kind of thing so it's mm -hmm. kind of like trying to do that um but yeah the 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 vocals were like laura just wrote some funny lyrics and i was just like i'll just speak these and i'll sample them and then play like that kind of little like um synth line just on like a kid's keyboard mm -hmm. um and then i think the drums as well were like um just like single hits that would just been played on a drum machine and then oh, just cool. like kind of slice sliced it all up yeah uh, yeah i think i think my uh for, for this stuff that i do i, I kind of like to almost do like start to finish in one session to try and like capture the immediacy right. of those kind of like initial ideas yeah. so so this was probably like just done in a in a in a day you know it's very cool like just like yeah yeah sampling stuff kind of working quickly and not not thinking too much about it yeah. not um getting too much perfection paralysis yeah um do you play that stuff live these days or not so much not really no i mean I, uh, yeah I dj a bit but i'm not like uh, I have, i'm not uh, i would like to but then um yeah i just haven't really got into the scene of uh djing in in, in berlin um you know but yeah and then i guess maybe the new stuff i was talking about like i might do some of that live mm -hmm. um but yeah for me this is just like kind of quick ideas me being a bit silly and like you know kind of referencing stuff doing a little bit of like cliche stuff and just like uh yeah doing it and, and kind of getting it getting it out um yeah if you wanted to play another track then then there's what one would be cool to play the the it's the carleon spirit of arwen mm -hmm. yeah but this is like a yeah uh, interesting in how it was made i guess which talk about after. yeah so, yeah
Mariko. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so interesting to hear all the sort of live music influences in the electronic music context. It's um, yeah, tell me about it. Is it recent? Nice. No, this is a while ago. Um, uh, it was so the the the, the names like uh, I'm going to say this wrong. It's Carleon, and that's like a, a place in Wales. And mm -hmm. then Spirit of Arwen is like a was like a uh, a shop there that's kind of like <sighs> I guess like kind of a spiritual shop and sells like uh, stones and singing yep. bowls and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, this was on a PFG tour, um, and uh, we visited there and i always try and carry my uh, like field recorder with me um so i yeah i was like interested in buying one of the singing bowls and so like the guy was like showing me them outside but what i'd done is just like set down my uh, field recorder and just like re recorded like mm. so like all all of the sounds in that are from that field recording nice. um so like so what i quite like is that it's kind of it's obviously it, there is an organicness to it but it's obviously like kind of electronic um but all of the stuff is like the kicks and snares and all that is from that sample so kind of whatever like kind of uh, existed there and mm -hmm. then yeah there's obviously kind of uh the key sounds i think are like singing bowls that are just kind of like mm -hmm. looped around and um there's obviously some like vo vocal stuff in there um mm -hmm. But yeah, I just I kind of like that kind of chill post dubstepy vibe thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 it's quite nice. Do you do a lot of field recording in general? I uh, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a, a lot. Like I have a, have a friend who does like a lot and documents a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But but I do like it for um, yeah, just like finding interesting samples, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, and I try and I think like when you first get a field recorder it's tempting just to like set it down and like just record atmosphere stuff but then you just like end up with stuff that sounds all, all the same so mm -hmm. i guess it's trying to like find those uh, interesting sounds or like putting something in a uh yeah put, putting it like microphones in an in interesting mm -hmm. place um yeah what, what are your favorite tools for sort of electronic music production are you doing ableton yeah so i produce in ableton it's the same for the band recording stuff yeah. um like it's interesting i i I started off on Ubase and like Sonar and stuff like, mm -hmm. and then, yeah. And then I did, uh, yeah, Logic for, for a while. And I actually, when it was kind of simultaneous that like the, the Logic 10 or whatever came out and I was like, oh, this is different and we like it. And then same time that that happened that I then was using Ableton a bit more. Um, so that's become my main, um, production tool, whether it's electronic stuff or kind mm -hmm. of band stuff. Um, but yeah, like for, um, for a lot of the electronic stuff, I'm I'm mainly using the the simpler and kind of like slicing mm -hmm. stuff up like that, um, mm -hmm. you know. And not I, I don't I don't use a use a push. Um, so I'm just like on the kind of keyboard and like kind of slicing stuff up. And yeah, a lot of resampling and a lot of the stuff that I spoke about for doing the 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 band stuff, mm -hmm. reamping and all that. Like mm -hmm. I do I do a lot of that with running stuff through guitar pedals outside oh, the computer cool. and yeah well, also yeah, for electronic was, music also really. for the electronic yeah. music stuff yeah um i think yeah often i prefer to like uh mix a bit more creatively um like something that i've t I started doing quite a lot is getting like a, a convolution reverb plugin and just putting like weird stuff um like weird files into that mm -hmm. or weird kind of like 
so not just using it for reverbs, but for, yeah, yeah, so putting, yeah, yeah. impulse responses and, like, I found a, on, like, like, a collection of, like, microphone impulse responses. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting that, like, if you're, if you're not quite getting, like, a snare drum sound that you want or, like, you can just, like, put it through, you know, um, the impulse responses of these microphones just kind of go through them and you might find like the kind of interesting eq curve bit of color that that, that, mm. that, that kind of works quite yeah nicely, that's cool so. that's, that's yeah. a cool tip actually yeah yeah i like yeah like, and so yeah creating your own ones of those is also quite a fun thing fun yeah, thing to do yeah yeah um are you also doing sort of recording or production for other people are you open to sort of collaboration and projects yeah so um yeah i've kind of it's it's early stages for me like my my kind of uh the main thing that i've been doing over the past few years is writing for television like that's kind of my uh i guess my my job um and then yeah i'm kind of moving more into working with artists so it's nice that i can you know someone like ruth it's kind of um early days and then yeah a couple, couple of other people i'm working with but yeah it's definitely something that i want to do more of um and also, yeah, recording uh, bands um, in the in the space would also mm-hmm. be a, a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely open to to, to nice. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, thank you so much, Mark. That was so much fun and the such a wide variety of projects that you're involved in. Um, and I think not only I've learned a lot, but I've listened to a lot of very good music. So, thank you so much. Yeah. No. Th- thanks for having me. It's been nice to, to chat.